You are now in the mix with your number one DJ, DJ Reminisce. Check one two. Welcome on, welcome on to the Desi Beats. I'm Lee Wonderthorn of Yapari. Sasrikal Namaste Islam, and you are listening to the podcast for the ages, where I play music that I really, really like, and I talk about things important to me. Hopefully, you guys like the same things too. This is episode number 234, and we are at the tail end of November. And December is just around the corner. I can tell you right now, as I'm recording this, it is snowing like a mother in the area I'm in right now, which sucks because I got a long ass driveway, so I got to shovel that like four or five times today. But enough about me. Let's talk about you guys. Let's talk about the show. Let's talk about the hot record of the week. This one is a dope record, man. Himat Sandu, Black Jays. Check it out, man. Featuring Fate, hot record of the week. This is Desi Beats. Keep it locked. I'm in the whip, they taking pictures, call it drive by. Below Chalamere, now on who can buy by. Sit at the Kesa, better the Jesa. Go to the Rolia, fair we later. Pass the Chesa, set at the Heta. Jilanda the Gaburu man, Ganeta Jabesa. Make it to make it a shank, which is Tama de Sade a punch. And in the carriage, a million pumps to keep it a hundred the same, what you want. Ray Bans the Shades, love's on the Keda. Bande well paid, Uto self made. Black shade line, hoya. Free 
folks um has it been a while since i've ranted maybe it has i can't remember but um i I gotta get something off my chest and this is something that i've said many times on the show i've said it many times on my social media if you want to catch me i'm most active on my twitter and that's on uh, at uh, i am dj reminisce babio gal eha ke punjabi music is not the same punjabi music from the 70s and it was different from the 80s. From the 80s, it switched over to the 90s. From the 90s, it switched over to the 2Ks. Okay? Traditional Punjabi music has evolved. It's evolved into different types of Punjabi music now. Before, you know, in the 70s and 80s, Sarakos basically, you know, similar siga, Same sounds, 
you know, traditional folk instruments, you know, tolki, tabla, tol, harmonium, baja, this and that. It was basically, you know, very, I shouldn't say simple, but it was like, there wasn't much to it in terms of, you know, style. It was very traditional. Okay. And it was like that for many years. But then things changed up when, you know, things like drum machines came on, you know, guitars, and then producers who were influenced by other genres of music also put that style of music into their Punjabi productions. You know, the UK was was the biggest to kind of take their influences like reggae, hip-hop, R&B, and make their own sort of sound. The problem is kids is this, okay? Traditionally, Punjabi music was done in a way, folk lyrics, ustads, this and that, musicians, blah, 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 versus now, which is very much beat-based. You know, it's not as orchestrated as much where you're actually going to the studio and playing stuff. You know, it's keyboard-based, it's drum beats-based. Things have changed, right? So my point is, is you can't throw all Punjabi music in the same bucket. You know what I mean? Like, you can't say everything is Pangra music because that's not true, right? When you've got stuff from the past, you know, classic records, you know, there's hundreds I could name, you know? I'll take, for example, um, like Kaliya from, from Kaldeep Manak. You can't put that in the same bucket as something like AP Tillon from today. It's not the same fucking thing. Not even close. Nowhere close. That's like saying putting Kanye West in the same category as Adele, which makes absolutely no sense. Now, here's the thing. That's not to say that Kaldeep Manak can't, and he's done it, you know, where he can't put him on non-traditional Punjabi music beats, like on hip-hop records and this and that, right? Or vice versa. You know what I mean? Like, nothing stopping Sidhu from doing folk records, which he's done. But that's a totally different genre of music. You can't throw that in the same bucket, right? Like, we've got we've got different styles of Punjabi music now. We've got hip-hop, we got R&B, we got modern pop, and we still have folk records. People are still doing it. And there's an acquired taste for all this stuff. It's changed, man. Like, listenership's changed. Like, like my, my kids are grown up in a hip-hop era, in a trap-based era. This is what they listen to. You know, they hear auto-tune. That's all they hear. So when they hear records from the 90s that are playing the car, they they can hear it and they pick it up. They're like, Dad, the vocals don't sound good. You know, like this generation of listenership is totally different than how we grew up. So I just want to point this out that, you know, those of you that always say, oh, Pangara music's changed. This, it's not the same anymore. Blah, 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 blah. You know, it, of course it's changed. And stop throwing everyone into the same bucket. You just can't do that. It's You know, it just logically doesn't make sense. What you think is a Pangara record might be a hip-hop record, right? What I think is a hip-hop record, you might think is a Pangara record, right? But at the end of the day, the music does the talking. The music typically dictates the genre of music, right? So if you got, say, you know, Nasrit Fatih Ali Khan, right? Singing his Sufi Kuali on a dance Euro beat, a house beat, that is now a house record. It's not a Kuali record. You get what I'm saying? Right? If you have someone like, I don't know, you know, like like I said, let's take AP Tillon singing to a toll or goze, right? Tumbi, this and that, and it's just straight traditional beat, that's now a folk record. 
Now, there's always exceptions to the rules. There's always going to be exceptions to the rules. Okay? You know what I mean? There's always going to be. But 99% of the time, what you hear is what you get. If it's a hip-hop record, it's a hip-hop Punjabi record. If it's a folk record, it's a folk record. You get what I'm saying? I mean, I my personal thing is, like, majority of the stuff is pop. You know, just because you put a toll in the song doesn't make it a Pangada record. It depends on the flow. It depends on the beat. It depends on the production. There's so many things to take into account. You get what I'm saying? Folk is folk. It's pretty, you know, pretty dead on what you need for folk. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's pretty... That genre is pretty much self-explanatory. I mean, there's some crossover stuff there in the other genres. You know what I mean? Pop, R&B, hip-hop. But... It does get confusing, but that's why we need genres at the end of the day. So I just want to bring that out because I see a lot of stuff on social media, people crying and whining about stuff like that. And I'm trying to explain to people that, you know, times have changed, things have changed, music has evolved, listenership has evolved, the industry has evolved. So I just want to point that out. But let's get back to music, y'all. This is Desi Beats.
ਬਾਈ ਮੁੱਛਾਂ ਨੂੰ ਵੱਟ ਦਿੰਦੇ ਨੇ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਵਾਸਤੇ ਸੁਣੋ
are locked into this beast. Okay, folks, it's uh, about that time. Your favorite part of the show, the relationship part, uh, where I give you my two cents on some questions that you guys email me. So, Dr. Love is in the house. And today we've got a great question, man. Uh, actually, really short question. Um, there's no hello, nothing. Just like, hey, how do you get over a relationship? That's all I got. That's all I got. Okay, well, so it's a, it's a good question. And... Um, <laughs> This, I mean, how do you even answer this? It's, it's time. Time is on your side, man. Time is on your side. Look, it also depends on, obviously, how the relationship ends. It also depends on, you know, if you're still talking to that person, you're still friends. I can't imagine that would make it any easier. I mean, I think if it's a hard break and things end well, there's probably a better chance of coming to terms with the end of the relationship sooner than later than say versus you being friends with that person you still talk to them you still see them on a regular basis i think that would suck so but again it comes down to time and it's gonna sting it's gonna hurt obviously in the beginning um of course it is i mean you guys are you know in a relationship you're emotionally tied together you've you know had i'm assuming intimate moments and intimate conversations and obviously enjoyed each other's company and you know you get used to it you know what I mean so it's it's one of those things where it's not an easy task because you're so mentally and emotionally you know probably sexually too um so invested in this relationship that you know when it ends it's a part of your life that's now about to disappear you know there's that part of your life that you're so used to you know um you know being with that person um whether it's you know simple as you know being together at a movie or versus being on vacation whatever it is but it's it's a certain part of your life that was part of your regular routine that is now going to disappear and it takes a toll on you mentally 100 percent. but it's it's one of those things where it's going to depend on how you deal with things you know what i mean everyone's different some people don't take, you know, getting over a relationship as good as others. You know, hopefully it doesn't affect your mental health to the point where, you know, you're kind of contemplating suicide. Please don't do that because, you know, no relationship is worth that. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, if things get really bad and things are at the point where, you know, it's affecting you that much. My recommendation is always is to go speak to professional and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with accepting the fact that sometimes you need to speak to a pro because they know how to get what's ever in your head you know out of your system and talk to you in a way where you can deal with you know stuff like this you know I, I can't stress that enough I mean I can tell you from experience um, with me you know in previous relationships or whatever um, for me I would engross myself into things that I really enjoy like you know, my work, my music, and I tried not to let that affect me mentally. Obviously, it does. You know what I mean? It's going to. But I've always been very fortunate where I've had an outlet where I could focus on other things and try to get that stuff off my mind. But again, if you don't have that outlet, that doesn't mean you can't make one for yourself. You know what I mean? It's an opportunity to 
do other things, try other things, meet other people, not necessarily, you know, looking for a relationship. I mean, like, say, for example, you know, you like basket weaving and you decide to take a basket weaving course or something. You're going to meet other people there. You know what I mean? So like myself, I would, you know, get into the studio or I would, you know, start attending more car shows, you know, work on my gardenia. So something I had an outlet where I could kind of focus and, you know, I'm not going to lie, man. There's times where I've been bad and, you know, I've had to sit there and speak to a professional. You know, I don't want to get into the details of that because it's, you know, personal, but I've had to sit there and talk to a professional for whatever reason. And it saved me, saved my life. So I can tell you from experience that, you know, you have multiple options and there should be no reason for you to take it, take a breakup or getting over a relationship to a point where it's going to you know, totally demoralize you to the point where you're not getting out of bed. You know what I mean? You stop going to work. You know, your mental health is affected. I mean, a little bit here and there, it's going to. Like I said, you know, it takes a toll on you, you know, when it first hits. But like anything in life, man, when you, when you get knocked down, you got to get back up. And that's the thing. And if you can do that, if you just get, if you can, if you get knocked down, you can just get back up. That is 50% of the problem that's solved right you just need to get back up get back up take a day per day you know start doing things that you like start getting involved in things that you like try to shift away and i promise you and i guarantee you over time things will get better that's a fact i promise you but you got to make the effort yourself to kind of make the change within yourself you know you're gonna have these days man you're gonna have these days where you're gonna you're gonna miss that person you're gonna reminisce over stuff you know what I mean? You're going to be like, oh, shit. You know, uh, you know, I remember this and we did that and we did. But the whole, oh, oh, 100%. And there's nothing you can do about it. Because especially if you're in love with that person, right? Like, it's a part of your life that you just can't get rid of. You know, it's like pretty much permanently engraved in your DNA inside your body. And that's okay. Because there's nothing wrong with taking some of those good moments and reminiscing about them. You know? Because... That's how life works. You know what I mean? So hopefully this helped. You know, like I said, if you're trying to get over a relationship, it's time. It's time and what you do to take that time to get over it and making it shorter and shorter. That's all going to depend on what you do and how you handle it. Okay, guys. So I um, appreciate the emails. You guys, got any more questions, email me. I am djrevens at uh, gmail.com. I love hearing from you guys. Let's get back to music, y'all. This is This Beats. Don't you touch it, I'm getting a little cut it down. Caracara, 
Okay, folks, let's get to some industry news. And um, 
you know what? I think you guys are very fortunate on this week's show. You got like double rant here. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't think this is more of a. I mean, yeah, I guess so. It's just more of a disappointment. So I want to talk about the UK Bangladesh Awards. Um, the nominations are out, and I mean, there's. I know it's back and forth, and and I'm gonna get I'm gonna get flack from my crew and my friends. Like, why do you care? No one watches them. No one. Blah blah blah. But still, something needs to be said. Okay. Now I'm not here to talk about who they are or what they do. You know, the awards for the UK artists or anything like that. There's the, the thing I want to talk about certain categories where the nomination okay first of all i am not here to disrespect anyone that's nominated i'm not right if you got nominated congratulations however right in certain categories certain people should have been nominated and are not and that's a fucking problem like that's a huge problem okay i'll give you an example um, in one of the categories, you've got best international artists. So this is globally, right? And you've got, you know, I'm not going to read off the names of um, who's in there. I, a couple of people I've never even heard of in my life. Um, but um, there's no there's no Diljit in there, which is astonishing. Karnajla. There's no A.P. Tillo. Or G. Sidhu. So you got four top top international artists right in my view that done really well last year and Diljit is the GOAT okay Karnajla killer artist right A. Pitino smashing it right now right oh I, I forgot to mention there's no Siddhu Musala either in there so you got five top top artists in the game and not one of them is nominated in the category that is an abomination all right absolute abomination okay and then you've got let's see best uh where's best lyricist best songwriter um again i don't know if this is only uk based which it might be so that's fair to say but you know i mean you got my boy Tommy amarjeet in there who i think hands down should win that one and i hope he does he doesn't it's gonna be that's gonna be ridiculous but you know you got you got writers in there that i, when's the, I don't even know when this last time they even wrote a record right <laughs> like I, I don't know um you know I, I seem to be you know in the culture i'm a professional music blogger by trade you know i at least i think i am and you know i kind of think that i with it per se in the in the scene but some of these some of these names boggle my mind and you got like the one that really gets me is like newcomer. You've got people in the best newcomer category that have never ever released a, a record, you know, commercially. Like they got no music out commercially. I'm not talking independent shit that no like, like no one's ever heard of them and no one's ever heard anything they've done. And they're up in the best newcomer award, which it, it I don't know. I mean. There's some, I mean, there's some good names in there. Like, I'm a big fan of Steven Sota. I think he should, and you know, Raf Sapera. Like, there's, there's some heavy hitter names in there, but there's, you know, some other names in there. Like, I'm like, ah, what? Like, I don't, I don't get it, right? Um, so it is what it is. I just wanted to kind of talk about it, but not talk about it. 
um, <clears throat> just because I'm not here to cause a ruckus. I mean, I, I'm totally cool with the fact that any of these awards or categories that have, you know, just UK-based people in there. I mean, it is the UK Punkin Awards. I'm all for it, right? But again, handing out nominations to people that, you know, haven't necessarily done anything makes absolutely no sense to me, right? And I don't want to harp about this any longer, but um, it is what it is. And like some of these songs or whatever awards, like I, w- I want to know what their cutoff is. Like, because you know, the Grammys have a cutoff period. British Music Awards have a cutoff period of when they can say, you know, these songs are here for this for this period for for like this year's awards, right? Whatever the cutoff is. So I don't know what the cutoff is for the um, the Pangara Awards, the UK Pangara Awards. But regardless, I just want to get, say my two cents and get it out because I just want to get off my chest again. I apologize for the rants, um, but. It's important to me, stuff like this, man. It's cool, the Lifetime Achievement Award. I, I really like this one. You've got A.S. Kang in there, an Adi Sangeet Party, an Oka Group, um, Gurdial, Joe Halbajangi, Milkeet Singh, who deserves it hands down, Dolochin Bilga, Tastery Nations, some, some heavy hitter names in there. Um, some really good, you know, nominations in there. And, you know, I'm hoping um, Milkeet gets that one because he's, he deserves it. I mean, his catalog is ridiculous, like endless. I actually played his record last week for old school record of the week i would have jumped one on now but you know i don't want to you know overdo it but it is what it is but um yeah but wanted to bring that up but let's get into the old school record of the week which is my favorite part of the show and this week we got one of the nominees for the lifetime achievement award at the uk burn awards this is stereo nation johnny z aka taz with biche jari juani de right here on this beats y'all old school record of the week check it out
are locked into this beast. All right, fam, like all good things, it must come to an end. And this week's show was spectacular, in my honest opinion. Great music, talked about some good things. And like most of you guys love my rants, I even ranted for you. And I gave you some of the most epic relationship advice you've ever heard in your life. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Hope you guys enjoyed the show, though. Seriously, please hit me up. I am djreminis at gmail.com. www.djreminis.com is the website. Hit me up on my socials. I am djreminis is both my Instagram and my Twitter. Feel free to hit me up wherever you feel comfortable. You get what I'm saying. But, like I say every single week, never forget your roots. I'll stay close to your culture. I'm boy DJ Reminis. Until next time, folks, peace out. Sada se re mathe lalli challi da yar de mukhola ek bamna da munda unde jatta dondlere lamme pon lagge kare koi kaudna oh hath kolla rakha pag pon lagiyan hath kolla rakha pag pon lagiyan sir ni kamaunde peek red bolni puchya na kar mera oh puchya na kar mera schedule ni yar daru pinde ani regular ni puchya na kar mera schedule ni yar daru pinde ani regular ni ਕੀ ਰੰਗ ਮੋੜ ਤਾਰ ਰੱਖੇ ਲਸ਼ਕਾ ਕੇ ਮੁੰਡਾ ਗੱਡੀਆਂ ਉਹ ਕਰਦੇ ਆ ਮੁੰਡੇ ਚੰਗੇ ਘਰਾਂ ਨੂੰ ਬਲੌਗ ਗੇੜੇ ਲਾਉਂਦੇ ਪਰ ਤਾੜਦੇ ਨਾ ਨੱਟੀਆਂ ਉਹ ਰਾਣੀ ਕੇ ਬਾਗ ਪੱਟੂ ਲਾਉਣ ਮੈਂ ਫਲਾਂ ਰਾਣੀ ਕੇ ਬਾਗ ਪੱਟੂ ਲਾਉਣ ਗੇੜੀਆਂ ਸਗੁਨੇ ਕਢਾਈ ਨਵੀਂ ਰੰਗਲਰ ਨੀ ਪੁੱਛਿਆ ਨਾ ਕਰ ਮੇਰਾ ਉਹ ਪੁੱਛਿਆ ਨਾ ਕਰ ਮੇਰਾ ਸਕੈਜੂਅਲ ਨੀ ਯਾਰ ਦਾਰੂ ਪੀਂਦੇ ਆ ਨਹੀਂ ਰੈਗੂਲਰ ਨੀ ਪੁੱਛਿਆ ਨਾ ਕਰ ਮੇਰਾ ਸਕੈਜੂਅਲ ਨੀ ਯਾਰ ਦਾਰੂ ਪੀਂਦੇ ਆ ਨਹੀਂ ਰੈਗੂਲਰ ਸਕੈਜੂਅਲ ਕੁਛ ਕੰਨੇ ਆਏ ਇੱਥੇ ਭੁੱਖੇ ਫੇਮਦੇ 
ਤੇਰੇ ਨਾਮ ਲੈ ਕੇ ਤੇਰਾ ਅੱਗੇ ਆਉਣਾ ਚਾਹੁੰਦੇ ਨੇ ਮੁਸੀਬਤ ਤਾਂ ਮਰਦਾਂ ਤੇ ਪੈਂਦੀ ਰਹਿੰਦੀ ਐ ਦਬੀ ਨਾ ਤੂੰ ਦੁਨੀਆ ਸਵਾਦ ਲੈਂਦੀ ਐ ਨਾਲੇ ਜਿਹੜੇ ਰਸਤੇ ਤੇ ਤੂੰ ਤੁਰਿਆ ਇੱਥੇ ਬਦਨਾਮੀ ਹਾਈ ਰੇਟ ਮਿਲੂਗੀ ਜਿੱਤ ਕੰਟਰੋਵਰਸੀ ਕਰੇਟ ਮਿਲੂਗੀ ਧਰਮਾਂ ਦੇ ਨਾਮ ਤੇ ਡਬੇਟ ਮਿਲੂਗੀ ਸੱਚ ਬੋਲੇਗਾ ਤਾਂ ਮਿਲੂ 295 ਜੇ ਕਰੇਗਾ ਤਰੱਕੀ ਪੁੱਤ ਹੇਟ ਮਿਲੂਗੀ ਜਿੱਤ ਕੰਟਰੋਵਰਸੀ ਕਰੇਟ ਮਿਲੂਗੀ ਧਰਮਾਂ ਦੇ ਨਾਮ ਤੇ ਡਬੇਟ
are now in the mix with your number one DJ, DJ Reminisce. Yeah, 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 yeah